0: what is up everybody welcome to episode 21 of the fiends podcast i am your host larry and i am joined by my longtime friend he is the tommy wiseau of the local music scene everybody give it up for my co-host nick (laughs) anything for my princess if this is your first time listening to the show we are one half of the band Fiends. If you want to check out our music, we have two EPs out Nervous Shrek and Witch House, and you can find those on all major streaming platforms. Real quick reminder where you can find us on social media that's Facebook.com slash The Fiends Podcast, Instagram at The Fiends Podcast, and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com slash Fiends TX. You can find the video version of this podcast posted there every single Friday, or you can listen to the audio version on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. All right, so this is episode 21 on May 21, of the year 2021. Wow. That's some pretty good numerology. That's pretty cool, man. It, yeah. was, it was meant to, Those damn androids, dude. They built the pyramids... <laughs> And they built this simulation that brought us here. It was yeah. all meant to be. Yeah. Very they, they were They were way ahead of their time. Or were they? We're pretty excited because today we have the band Makeshift Earth, and they are here to debut their new single. It's called Creatures, and we're just super grateful to have them on the show and to be able to debut the song. I think that's very cool. And... Even better than that like we have a guy that we've been wanting to talk to for a long time we've we you know we've known this guy for 10 plus years like this is this is a guy that is I feel like is very well respected within our local music scene like it's very rare that you run into people who I mean, let's be honest. Like, I've never heard like anybody say a negative thing about him. Not at all.
1: When we were in Burn This Day, he would always like say hi to us, and like when he would do sound at the VFW, and like you know check us out and stuff. So, n- nothing but praise, nothing but positive vibes around this guy, man.
0: I-, I feel like he's like a musician's musician. Like, he's somebody that everybody kind of looked up to. I know, like like for for other drummers or just like just just people in bands, we mm. all kind of looked up to this guy like uh, i don't know if that makes (laughs) him feel weird but it's true like that's that's really how it was and and just you know it's to the point people felt intimidated to play after his band before or after his band and um that's just a testament to the kind of uh uh, player the kind of musician that he is so we're super stoked to have him so everybody welcome to the show richard you know him from bands at war with android he's the drummer for makeshift earth
2: hey what's up guys uh you guys are too kind by the way that's a lot of <laughs> i feel like out of place i don't know i shouldn't i shouldn't be here no no uh, you it, guys it, thank it, you I it's all true that. bro
0: all true also i feel like we should mention marco's
2: here yeah no <laughs> uh, marco yeah i mean bro again, did you even again. leave marco has
3: been here since his last podcast he's been here for three weeks and (laughs) And he he never sleeping
0: on my couch
3: exactly (laughs) what's up guys i'm back again you guys probably hear my voice already but i'm back and i'm better than ever you gotta be careful marco
0: he's too controversial (laughs) you never know what he's gonna say you never know what bands he's gonna talk about it man I love uh, you guys all <laughs> yeah no. we missed you marco marco misery so we, we've decided that like maybe anybody who's come on the show like twice or three times you earned your official hot topic name <laughs> marco misery welcome back to the show
3: thanks larry lament <laughs>
0: pleasure to be here guys so before we get to anything I thought it'd be good to kind of break the ice, get to know each other a little bit better and to play another round of hidden gems. So for those keeping tabs at home, this is a segment where we kind of feature maybe a band, an album, a movie, really anything that was maybe underappreciated or something that deserves another look or listen to. So does anybody want to go first?
1: Um, I can go first, not a problem with me Alright, I'll go first Okay, I'll just go fuck myself then <laughs> No, not for real, go go ahead um, Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody watch So actually, I don't really consider mine a hidden gem But I pick it because uh, I feel like this band influenced a lot of bands And continues to do so And this is actually a pretty iconic album um, the, the album I picked is called Angel Dust by the band Faith No More hey. This is probably their most iconic album. This is not the one with Epic, okay? This is the one that came after it. This is when they kind of drifted away from all the things they were doing as far as with uh, the real thing, which featured Epic and From Out of Nowhere and Zombie Eaters and things like that. So this album came out in 1992, and um, it's funny because I listen to this album, and I hear... um, this is like stuff that was way ahead of its time that just freaked people out and I hear a lot of what they were doing in bands that I grew up listening to much later. Like bands like um, bands like Deftones or bands like um, even Mushroom Head. Which was, you know, I, I hear a lot of Faith No More and Head. But uh, this album is a great album. Um, I, I love this album. It's It's um, got uh, the, the main single off this one is called Midlife Crisis, which I think was featured in the San Andreas game.
3: No, yes, but me, only, yeah.
1: but uh, other notable songs, they have Everything's Ruined, A Small Victory, uh, Be Aggressive, which is a classic. Um, it's really a really good album I recommend it uh, um, and then um, apart from that I, th- I think Faith No More just is one of the best bands in the world and they need more people to understand how good they are so that's mine for today
0: yeah that's a good one um, I'll go next so mine is from the band Between the Buried and Me and the album is called Colors. We are Between the Buried and Me and this is Colors the reason the reason i picked this is because uh i think this is probably one of the best like um best releases from like i guess like a progressive like metal band it's it's probably one of my favorite albums ever but specifically i want to mention that um my pick is the colors live version of the album because i think it's it's far superior to the the studio version and uh, i was trying to figure out like why like one, for one i think the mix is just way better but i feel like i don't know what it is but just the studio version almost sounds like too clean like it just doesn't well, you know, have i like the cleanness of the studio version but the live but when they play those parts live like especially like the, a lot of the
1: clean parts like the more exper- experimental parts in the in the studio album it translates so well live and sounds so damn good. I agree. Yeah, yeah.
0: I just feel it sounds more full there's more soul to it. Yeah. Whereas like the studio version just uh, just doesn't have it. It's it's still good, but just the the live version is just is just way better. And um so so my stepdad like he he listens to a lot of like dream theater. So we always like listen to like bands like that. So that was kind of my introduction to like progressive mm-hmm. bands. So I I learned to appreciate like long the long songs and yeah. he's, he's a big fan of like ten minute songs and for him it's like um, you know it's 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 not the destination it's it's the, it's journey. the journey and and it's true um, and so you get that with bands like like this and you know the payoff is just so good if you're willing to commit the time to it, especially if you don't even listen to, cause I mean like this, this is kind of like dream theater on roids. Yeah, no, for real. So, I mean, if you're, maybe you don't like some of that heavy stuff, but if you just, if you just wait, it, wait out, it out, you will hear like some of the best parts that you've ever heard. And, um, this is just like how close, you know, good friends, Nick and I are like, there's been so many times where he will call me or he'll text me just to tell me like, um, you know son of nothing is like one of the best songs ever made
3: the
0: The funny thing is like i just listened to that song like Five minutes before. That always happens with us. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, I was just having a moment. Like, this is one of the greatest songs ever written. And we're just on that same wavelength. And so, yeah. I mean, I will recommend the whole album. But to be honest, listen to that one song. I I feel like it's life-changing. I feel like everybody should at least listen to that song at least once in their lives. And just, just wait it through. Like, just listen to the whole song. Soak it in and... And, and you know what, if you like that song or if you really want to
1: check this album out, the best time to listen to this album is at, at night, but give yourself enough time to where commit to it, listen to it from start to finish, because the beginning and the end fit so well together. It's one of those things where, like, you really want to just invest
0: yourself in this album so you can get the full experience. And and they're a band that, that does it all. I mean, they have the heavy parts, but also have some great, like, clean singing parts and some great melodic uh clean guitar parts and and and
1: when they get heavy eesh.
0: yeah they yeah they're <laughs> you know one of the best to do it but also they get super experimental so i mean they're a band that can really do anything they could do whatever they want and mm-hmm. so great band definitely worth going and checking out that's mine <clears throat> good pick bro
2: so my pick uh, is a band called uh, at the throne of judgment <laughs> came out with one album that was it back in 07 and um i mean it was they're more of a metalcore band you know they came out at that right time the little sweet spot you know in those years and you know it was weird they they carried a sound that you know yeah metalcore was was around and it's, it's hard to really uh stand out and be different i mean yeah. from like i don't know As azalee dying and yeah. atreo and everybody at that time so i mean you know kill switch and all that and all that but i mean they had uh, an approach that was heavy and just you know it, it was uh, I mean the detail that they'd go into for the melodies was you know just you know something i liked a lot you know it was they stood out from everybody else but they only made one album and i was yeah. i was hoping they'd continue and i mean that was really all i got out of them but that's just one band uh, for sure that i
1: i remember the, i remember <laughs> the name but I, I can't remember what they sound like, but this is the good thing about this, about this segment
3: is that I can go back and listen to some of the stuff that I don't yeah, remember or haven't sure. heard. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go uh, the alternative route here. So I picked a band called uh, Audio Event. Me. Super wow. Different. Super different. You know them? Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Okay, so Audio Event, uh, 2002? two thousand three, right? Yeah, around that time. So, frame. Um, vocalist and guitarist were vocalist was uh, is related. We stand
1: on
0: top of the
1: world. Yes, dude. Looking so,
3: yeah. um, vocalist is related to Brandon Boyd from Incubus. Mm-hmm. I think it was a step brother or brother. One I think of those it was two. his. I think it was his like full brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the guitar player Mike, it was his brother as well. Um, honorable mentions: The energy was their hit, and yeah. then. Uh, I think Rain was another one. The entire album was really, really good. Yeah. But something something different from you all, you know, metalheads here.
0: <laughs> Damn. You're
3: pretty alternative, bro. Thanks.
0: Dude, I'm
1: surprised that band didn't get bigger than what they were. Dude, I like, I, re- I remember, like, when those songs came out, and I was like, oh, this guy. It's going to be, like, the Edema effect. I'm trying out. I'm trying out. I see you freaking out. Because uh, Edema got, like quite a bit of of like buzz behind him once everybody found out that he was uh jonathan davis's uh, half brother and everybody loved that first
0: edema album why that why album do you good, why dude? do you think that too. why do you think they were not which is just timing that they were not bigger than i, they I think it worked? was
1: timing because they were coming at the tail end of new metal yeah.
0: and people yeah. were starting to move away from that but um nick and i always talk about this like if you uh i forget the song is it Baby? which one the, the music video where like like the you can party. tell like the, the oh the, the way you like the it way the way you like way it way where the studios like, like really latched onto him and they like like image like they really tried to like make the, them look like a boy band and
1: that's the only song on that album that sounds like that like yeah. all the other songs like are new metal as fuck and that one was pretty new metal too yeah. but it was like more like oh let's try to cross over and get some like you know white trash girls to like like our stuff <laughs> you know
0: what's wrong with white trash girls not a thing not a damn thing <laughs> not a damn <laughs> not thing
1: bro I'm gonna
2: come on!
1: Dude, it's funny, because I remember I went to go see, uh, this was like 2001, I went to music as a weapon tour with my dad, so we went to go watch Disturbed, it was Drowning Pool, Edema, Kitty, um, and Systematic, and a band called Stereo Mud. And there was like some guy, somebody talking about like Edema, I guess he said something bad about Edema, and some guy with like long hair, who like fucking, one of the Hanson brothers turned around, was like, hey bro was fucking badass. Jonathan Davis half brother, bro. <laughs> like I remember, like I remember that guy saying that word for word like that, and I was just there, like I was like ten years old. I was just like, yeah, like laughing. Hmm. I was like, because like I knew, I knew, I, I knew all of that because I was like a fucking new metal nerd at the time. Mm-hmm. But it was funny. But like, dude i remember like we okay side story real quick that same show that band systematic who was also a really good band um was signing autographs <laughs> If my dad we're, we're getting autographs from like systematic like at like the merch table a bunch of people there like they they saw like me a little kid so they let me through so they they gave me an autograph picture and i we bought one of their cds but before before we bought their cd um the guitars versus matter like i said to my dad hey you know can we help you with anything and My dad's like, "Yeah, we're trying to buy one of the Edema CDs." <laughs> and then, so the guitarist turns around and like, "Hey, do you got any more Edema CDs?" Like, "No, we're all sold out." <laughs> no, I only have systematic CDs. And then he's like, CDs. "Oh man, you know they're all sold out." I was like, "Okay, we'll buy one of your CDs." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Adema like, sold out of all their CDs that night. So Dang. they were, they were, I they were the shit. They, dude. Were,
3: they came down, right? I remember. I think I saw them here with Static X. That makes sense. Who headlined?
1: Static X, I think. Okay, I was about to say, like, I, there was a point in time where I wouldn't have been surprised if Adema was headlining over Static X, but right. but I, I believe Static X probably headlined over Adema. But anyway, back to Audio Vansari, but I mean, I, I thought it was going to be like them, like I thought that they, you know, it just seems like when the younger brother comes out with a band, they usually don't, they like, don't make it. they don't
0: make it, <laughs> so the shoes are too big to fill you dude, just can't it's, how, it's, how, it's like marco and his brother frank yeah you, you'll Speaking always live in his shadow bro always. Stop. Always. you'll never be frank
1: but audio event did have some good songs yeah i backed that, that. that entire
0: album was really it was good, good yeah marco is great value frank <laughs> <laughs> when you're like on a budget go with marco <laughs> Like, Frank's busy, so we can't get him on the podcast. So Guys, we I Marco. can create your, uh, your artwork on paint. Don't worry, <laughs> I got you. Half the price. I can draw it.
3: <laughs> With stick
0: figures. With stick figures. 40 Caliber Kiss was not available today. We'll try to get him next time. <laughs> a- any, anything you'd like to add about Audio Event? It's a great album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you marco you're welcome <laughs> thank you for that uh wonderful insight so last week we had hector from the site of impact um on the podcast and like we we talked about how you know we were kind of like intimidated by like to a lot of people were intimidated to play after you know at war with androids or before at war with androids and he even said like that you're like the greatest drummer he's ever seen. Like, is it weird to hear stuff like that?
2: It, no, it is, man. I mean, I really appreciate it. I mean, I'm, I'm humble to it, and I really like how you know, you know, people appreciate the what I would do, the playing. I mean, anything I tried different, uh, people liked it, and I, and I liked it a lot. And Hector, uh, so when you hear this, Hector, and I know you are. I mean, I just want to say I love you and you're poppy chulo. So
0: that's so nice. Kisses. Actually, we got a we got a question from Hector, and it just said. Why is Richard so fucking attractive?
1: <laughs>
0: he really asked that. He really
1: that. Oh
0: yeah. Okay. So we'll
1: answer it.
2: If, um, if you don't answer
1: it, Marco has to. Oh, Marco, why do you think <laughs> Richard Marco's is so ready attractive?
2: Answer it, Marco. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Shit, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he just is. And this is. That's because uh, Hector saw my my pecker one time, and he's like, oh, he saw your OnlyFans, he you like, saw your drum that's, <laughs> like, that's <laughs> a nice looking dick, and I was like, well, it's whenever you need it, you know, it's there, dude. It's there, dude. <laughs> it, can, it can do double bass kicks. <laughs> you want to learn how he blasts?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call this it. a gravity blast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, this, guy. this guy
0: has eight legs.
3: Yeah, giving blast
0: beats a new meaning. Um okay so <laughs> Moving yeah on. Where, where do we go from there um i got a question if you don't mind me asking go for it so we're gonna
1: go way back right way back way back let's go back to the beginning so the most cliche thing but i'm actually i'm actually interested in this because i want to know where you stand like what really got you into music and like what bands made you want to be in a band because um you know your style of playing is very different than most like just you know deathcore or you know even metalcore drummers so i figured you had to have been into some progressive shit but i mean is that where you started or like what bands did you like really like gravitate to at first and then like kind of transition to i guess later on
2: so, I mean, if I'm going way back, um, when I was a kid, I listened to a lot of you know just the oldies like Metallica, Megadeth, and mm-hmm. all that stuff, which my dad and my uncle introduced me to. So, it was a lot of that and Rush and, and all that stuff. But where I really kind of like grew into music and found a, a liking was, uh, you know, with Korn, Slipknot, all oh, the new yeah. metal stuff. I'm a new metal kid, I guess you can, you know, say that's, yeah. that's where that, I
0: that's why I wanted to ask, did did didn't you have the the Joey Jordison kit for yes, a while? Yes, yeah,
2: that my Joey kit lasted all through through Awa actually. Yeah, what, was he um,
0: like a big like influence
2: the, for you? The biggest one? of that guy? Yeah, Joey Jordison was like, I mean, top tier for me. I mean, on top of that, though, I mean, like you know drummers like from Korn and you know other bands like that I praised a lot like just their style of groove and certain things they would do mm-hmm. would catch my attention I would like take things out of what I like about these guys and I try to learn it and kind of make my own thing with it I guess. And I,
1: I think if you if you look back at it, you know, Joey Jorderson, David Silveria, um, John Otto, all those guys like had like their own style of playing. Yeah. Um, so I mean and and you could tell like drum kits from songs too, like especially corn.
0: Yeah, that's like, what was great about like those bands is that like, you know, you could hear <laughs> You could hear the drumming and just know okay that's this guy or that's you know that's joey
2: jordison like you, yeah they got their signature sound i mean and, sure.
0: i mean let's be honest like a lot of bands now like nowadays you don't really get that as much like i mean they're kind of a dime a dozen you just like and and i'll throw myself in there because like i just do like the bare metal i just do just you know whatever serves the song um but like like uh, drummers like like yourself like you have a signature style like it's very diverse like you can do the deathcore stuff you can do the prog stuff you can do like some you know everything like in the middle and it just it just works for you
2: yeah i, I mean I, pr- I just like to practice uh different styles of, of anything i mean i'm not super into like tejano or like cumbia or whatever mm-hmm. but i mean as a drummer i just like to float around and you never know what you're going to come across i mean sure. really i mean it's kind <clears> of how, how it helps you build and I, I, i'm not the best drummer in, in the world I, I know hector and you know all you guys say this and i I, I appreciate it like I, I really do but there's always going to be somebody better I mean there's I mean I think once musicians start to like take that in like oh you know I, I am that good like I'm probably the best that's ever gonna be I mean that's when you start to kind of lose yourself and then you become you know way too cocky and sure. it's just you just lose yourself there you have to understand that you know you're not gonna be the best you're always gonna learn it could be 80 years old and you're still not gonna know everything you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's it's there's always time to for improvement
0: what was the name of your first band
2: uh, so it went back with Basilio, our singer from mm-hmm. Makeshift Earth. Uh, our first band was—it uh, was called a Dead Body. That just a dead body. Just Marco, like what do you think of that
3: name? Fuck. fuck Makeshift Earth, bro. A dead that's, body. That we like, are. Sh- a dead body. A dead body. A dead body. <laughs> That's pretty brutal, it, bro. It never left the you garage. You guys want to see
1: or a dead body?
0: Man, <laughs> man I was, I was hoping that it would be like a shitty, like cringy band name like ours, but like that sounds badass. <laughs> I was like,
2: damn it, Richard, were you always cool? No, nah, nah, damn nah, it, I'm Richard, really, always been the nerd, man. You know, band geek. Actually, wasn't,
3: wasn't there? Um, a noose inside the yeah, in my garage. There was were,
2: a right a slipknot. No, it was just a noose because I know a knots like different. Yeah, but, uh, damn, he a had a knot in his garage that's that's pretty cool. but like an, an actual, actual knot not, not the band. <laughs> and then after that, uh, with the same guys, it was a band called Mime for short for that was uh, Malice is My Ending. Again, those two never left the garage. We never played shows really, no, it was but, just for fun. Well, the names were cool, yeah. Malice is My Ending, it was that was a fun one.
0: I think the probably the first time that we ever saw. A, you play was probably in the art of a villain. Um, yeah, like I, I, I'm pretty sure we saw you at like cow shows, but like one of the f- like one, the time that I remember is like at the V in San Benito, mm-hmm. and I was telling these guys like I remember they played on the big stage, mm-hmm. and I, like we can never play on the big stage. We did it once, and it was the worst show of all <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> That's why they kept <laughs> us off the big stage. They made us play the little, the I think little I was V. About is it, giving me mad. No, but I remember like you all played. Do I remember you all had that uh. Uh, that
2: star wars breakdown oh yeah that was the yeah. imperial march yeah i forgot that's whose like, idea. that was
0: that's like the one thing i re- like i remembered you had the you had the joey georgerson kid i remember like they played the imperial march breakdown that's how i knew you guys
2: yeah somebody ke- thought of the idea i don't know if it was robbie or one of the guys in, in the band and then we just said let's just do it heavier and slower i'm like okay let's try it and then it just sounded fucking cool and like let's keep it let's keep doing it i mean that's <laughs> badass dude yeah i mean how long did that band run for um well actually before that uh, sorry uh, there was another band uh, i was in it was called demise of all it was with, with uh, my cousins most of the members in the band were my cousins and uh, it was my cousin danny my cousin uh lonnie orlando and then another buddy a friend of theirs was on guitar forgot his name though anyway that was like a slayer kind of lamb of god mashup mm-hmm. and it was fun for about a year and yeah, we had some fun we played some good shows but after that we formed art of a villain and that ran for i think a year and a half maybe two years mm-hmm. roughly and um you know we went our own ways on that one and then pretty much the same members from art of a villain uh came into uh, that war with android all the technical stuff all the weird you know the time signature stuff that we would like mess with back in the day that was really all my brother that was all robbie mm-hmm. i knew like for shit anything technical i was just a pretty straightforward like kind of a, of a death metal drummer i guess and he started experimenting with things lis- listening to a lot of uh derek shirinian blotted science and a bunch of weird mm-hmm. really like what prog rings well yeah that one's Crazy. there but i learned from him he came up with all these weird things and i had to like kind of learn and i just you know i, I kind of learned from him if anything that, sure. that kid really Well,
0: right, that's what i want to ask you so what's it like to play in a band with your brother because uh in in Fiends, you know our, our our guitarists for anybody that doesn't know they're brothers and oh cool a yeah. lot of a lot of the times like it's like. great because uh one person's weakness is the mm-hmm. other person's strength and they're able to kind of um pick up where the other person leaves off but also at the yeah. same time like they they argue about the dumbest shit. So like you know it's it's you know brothers oh, yeah. you know it's 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 only natural. So like what's the kind of like relationship you have with your brother and being in a band, um, especially in that war with androids?
2: Um, it's funny because as kids we like any other siblings that we beat the shit out of each other with mm-hmm. you know anything we see around us you know for mad at each other throw a shoe at you and whatever man just you know kick each other's ass was like uh Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the mindset like okay Mm -hmm. i'm awake he's awake he's over there i'm gonna throw some shit out and piss him off i mean Mm -hmm. that's how it is as kids but then growing up uh it was weird like a switch changed and we just kind of like became cool with each other i was like the bigger brother just looking out for him that's my little bro and i'm gonna take care of him and i was playing drums since i was like 13 or 12 i was in band right so i played for a while he picked up the guitar around when he was 14. We're five years apart, so eventually we just started... And he'd come to the garage all the time when I was still playing with the other bands and stuff like that. Hey, Brian, let me show you a, a riff real quick. He was rolling to Iron Maiden, so he'd be there just like...
1: Yeah, like that, dude.
2: It was it was real funny. And then one day, uh, when we formed The Art of a Villain, we were looking for a guitarist, and we're like, hey, Brian... Um, oh, they call me Brian, too. My middle name, middle name's Brian, so that's why I'm saying that. I want to confuse anybody. Okay. Uh, so... Like, hey Brian, your little brother plays guitar, right? And like, why don't we get him in the band? I was like, dude, he's like 14, 15. Like, are you sure? Like, can he even keep up? I'm like, well, I don't know. Let's try it. I mean, why not? And he joined and he actually brought like a lot to the table and, and freaked everybody out. Like, you know, we remember mm-hmm. Robbie over here, fucking little shit, just playing whatever Iron Maiden covers. And then he just one day just blew up and he got really good. He got better.
0: I feel like that, or at war with the androids, I feel like. They were such an important band in our local scene because they provided something different. Because if you remember, like that was during a time where like deathcore, you know,
2: ruled, ruled the world. The
0: world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. there were so many deathcore bands, and and you know, if we're being honest, a lot of them, you know, sounded like all the other ones. And here comes your band, and. You guys are doing a little bit of that, but you're kind of putting a progressive twist to to a lot of that stuff, and like, you guys kind of stepped it up. Where like, there's nobody really doing what you guys were doing, and so, yeah, like we need we needed bands like that to kind of um, just to give a different a different flavor in, in in our local scene. So like, yeah, I'd say you guys were really important band, especially during that time, and I know like. A lot of times we'd see you on the bill, and like we we would know like okay that show's gonna be legit, like that yeah. show's gonna be you know that's a show we want to get on because you know uh, people are gonna be there, and you know that's that's we need to work up to that level. Um, what would you say was probably the biggest show that you guys played with that band?
2: Oh. Shoot, I think. Or
0: you know, it doesn't even have to be the biggest. But like, what was your probably
3: like most memorable, most memorable favorite? Well, one for me would be the Summer Slaughter tour. You all played right. Summer Slaughter, was it right?
2: What? Was I don't it know Slaughter? if Sam was with us. No, 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 no.
3: no. Well, I played the first one. No, with Oceano. See, Nick, they had so many summer? badass that shows. Summer they summer have a hard show. time
0: remembering was called, which was, was yeah. their best yeah. one. Well, it was a summer. <laughs> <laughs> you know who did not play Summer Slaughter? Uh, burn this thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: That's sure. anyway i wish i would have
2: played more shows with you guys just a lot more yeah so over. you could
1: dude i wish you could have been in our conversations after our shows It'd just be like us shaking our heads like fucking shit
2: are we ever going to be good <laughs> it was hard for me to go and socialize with anybody because i was always kind of running sound or doing something and i was you know i was a new dad at the time too so i had just had my little girl and as a family man i had to take off and jet sometimes you know um so
0: i feel like at war with the androids like after that did you play in any other bands
2: uh no actually after that um a year later we tried uh building up makeshift earth like we started right it happened for about a year we played a few house shows but um everybody it kind of fell apart real quick because everybody got busy with work and family and it that was that was the last time i kind of disappeared off the scene and anything really for a good i think what six years would
0: you say it's just just mainly you know uh spending more time with the families no
2: absolutely yeah i had to i have three kids now so i mean i had to work just 100 percent work and my oldest she's gonna be 14 in a few days so i had to think about man yeah, it, time flies, man. It's crazy. I had to hurry up and think of, like, are we going to get a home? I mean, do I have to, like, you know, put down for a house or, or what? You know, so mm-hmm. a few years ago, uh, you know, I went ahead and did it and me and my wife got a home and, you know. Great, man. That's fucking great news, bro. We uh, did the. Thank you, yeah, thank you, man. Mm-hmm. I, mean,
0: I, I want to ask you, so, like, the three of you guys are fathers, right? Everybody. marco
3: everybody is
0: that's true okay everybody so are you actually me or like the guys uh, this, the this this question is like to all three of you guys oh, because really? like i i don't have any kids so oh, yeah. like my and, Wait, and you know i do <laughs> <laughs> no nick nick has a uh if hope you don't mind me saying this but nick has a two-year-old and he's expecting uh, uh, another child on the way yeah, so congrats, my, my question Thanks, is congrats. like how hard is it to kind of juggle everything playing in a band
3: when you have kids it's how do you how hard. do you all do it man dude, like it's 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 tough like it is extremely tough dude, I, there, I, there, there's a
1: lot of guilt at least yeah, i don't know what you guys feel yeah, the same but i well, mean like for instance like let's say i work in harlingen so when my daughter was born like we'd play, we played where some nights like a friday nights that we were playing shows in harlingen so it was like i get out of work and i was like well fuck i don't want to drive all the way back to edinburgh and then come back so mm-hmm. i would just go hang out at my parents house or whatever until the show and then i come back but there was a lot of guilt for me. I was like, fuck, you know, I need to be home and help out my wife and I want to be with my kid. But at the same time, I was like, you know, like, I don't want to let my my band down and, you know, so you feel guilty. So, like, as soon as you're done playing, you're like, fuck, I got to get on the road. I got to go back, you know, and um, that's kind of how it's always been. And even even after my daughter's born, even when we play shows like in McAllen, it's like I try to save her time. Like, okay, I'm going to hang out here, go play the show, and then come back, so... It's rough man it's like life changes the minute you have a kid mm-hmm. yeah, yeah
3: I, I it's uh it's tough dude I I really got to give a lot of props to my wife because she you know she she's this is what you want to do you know go out and do it I'll sometimes take my kids to practice at times you know what I mean we just took them last yep. last what two weeks ago three weeks mm-hmm. ago and uh, yeah it's very tough shows Shout out to all the wives out there. Yeah, I was going to
2: say the wives have a lot to do with. Yeah, man. we have to give them that respect.
1: My wife lets me get away with too much, I think. (laughs) Golly. I
0: love love her to death. For a lot of people listening, Makeshift Earth is a new band,
3: but not really because as... (laughs) Are you going to get mad at him? Because you got mad at me last time. My bad. No, no. He gets a pass. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> Dude, it. this Mike. <laughs> this is the best drummer in the world, Marco. <laughs> Why don't you even. understand? This is I rich. not. I am not. This is Richard from Matt with the Android, bro. <laughs> He's like who, who are you? I was I was in at War Android. <laughs> no, no, you're just Marco from Bloodfall. That's right. That's right. <laughs> at best you're Marco from driving the, Na- uh, driving, the driving the rails. I cannot say dri- I can't say that you other can't band. Say it. Uh, I, yeah, I don't want to get sued. Moving uh, on. Let me try that one more time. So for a lot of people listening, makeshift earth is a new band, but not really because as you mentioned like you guys kind of uh experimented with this new band probably somewhere around like 2013 2014 yeah yeah um was it the same members
2: um yeah the exact same members actually
0: and and Um, uh, dude i'll be honest like that totally like went off the radar for me like i didn't realize that that you guys had started it up like years ago so like i saw some of the videos over the weekend i was like oh shit like i had no idea so you know you guys have been you know you did this way back so why is now the time to bring back you know to give makeshift earth another try what what is it about like 2021 that you guys were just like let's let's get back into the music scene let's let's start up something again
2: um right now it feels very we all feel very stable I guess you know as far as jobs and schedules like we're all able to take time once a week at least to practice or even have like time for a show so yeah. we all just kind of notice like hey you know you know what well guys let's let's try again I mean I know we couldn't last time but you know everything seems easier to do for us now and so we tried practicing again writing new songs new material and and now here we are you know we got to record and Mm -hmm. and it's, it's looking promising it's looking good you know
0: all right so we're gonna go ahead and listen to the debut single of the band makeshift earth the song is called creatures you can hit these guys up on social media let's go ahead and listen to the track and then when we come back we'll kind of uh touch base and and learn more about the band so we'll be right back with more of the fiends podcast So we are back on the podcast we're here with richard and marco from the band makeshift earth you just heard their debut single it's called creatures um can you go ahead and like let us know like like for anybody listening like who's who's in the band and what do they play because i know they,
3: they couldn't be here at this time all right so you have uh, basilio he is our vocalist uh you have justin castle Shout um, out to him, man. We haven't yeah. talked to him in a while. He's a vocalist, formerly player. of the the Valley. The Valley. The yep. Valley. Oh, yeah the Valley. Uh, he's our guitar player, and he does backup vocals as well. And then he was the guitarist for the Valley for a while at the very beginning yeah, yeah. of their career. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So that's a uh, dude. That's a that's a great person to have in your band. Like I, yeah, I, he's good. And I'm, I was glad to see him like back in it and back doing music because for for a little while you know they weren't really doing anything. So I was glad to to find out that he was
3: with your with you guys. Yeah, and then we have uh, Robbie, who's the guitar the other guitar player, and then uh, myself on bass and Richard, the world best drummer. No. <laughs> Good-looking, sexy play motherfucker play here. Through the cabo, this <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> We got original drums.
0: How would you describe the sound of Make What are maybe some yeah. of the influences? Like, if you had to, to to explain to somebody like listening to the first time, or is it just like so many different mm. like? influences that's hard to do
3: yeah i think it's it's so many different i mean i can't i wouldn't be able to pinpoint on
2: for sure it's not like awa so i wouldn't want anybody coming in expecting crazy you know fast technical weird stuff happening it's more of like a you know you can listen to it it's enjoyable it's um I don't want to say Tones e ish or whatever, but it can have a similar vibe, you know, just kind mm-hmm. of easy to listen to, kind of, it's there's groove in there. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to our heavy parts. It's still a heavy band, right, or whatever, but it's not too much heaviness in your face. It's just a mixture of, like, where there's some groove, there's some heavy parts and, and melodies, you know, melodies. Yeah. There's clean vocals. You know, you have your heavy vocals here and there kind of sprinkled around or whatever, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, something that's... It, where it can reach a, a majority of a crowd, like it's not just like oh, it's all for heavy people word well, for you know. whose
1: idea was it? I mean, like when y'all came together, like did y'all have like a like a mission statement or like a vision of like where y'all wanted to be, or somebody just fucked around with something and then that just kind of became what it was, and y'all were just all on board.
3: I, I mean, I would put it on Robbie to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, Robbie.
3: Robbie comes oh. in with his weird ideas, man, and to see it play through with with richard here you know kind of just show up to practice and be like hey yeah we're working on this and it's just like the fuck is that shit so like he
1: probably like sets the tone for it and then you just kind of jump in and then everybody else just does oh, essentially
3: so i'd say robbie comes up with uh i mean you can't really put it on He's, robbie either because castle
2: does it too they're man. both creative in their own ways yeah. but they for some reason can cross over very easily
1: i'm sure most bands right now are eager to get out there as our playing shows and I, I would imagine, you know, you guys kind of started a while back, haven't really got a chance to get out there and put your music out. So now we're at a point where maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it seems like you guys are pretty eager to get out there. I mean, would you say your plans over the next year, year and a half is just start playing shows and like putting material out or or what, what is y'all's plan?
2: What is, what's your mission right now? Our mission pretty much is just to play the VFW again. There you, you go. <laughs> are are, are well, you going to run sound? for sound. I'm your going to run sound? Hell
0: yeah.
1: Mid yep. song. Hold it. Hold it. Need a little more trouble in this
0: part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, set, I'm tell you, we got to do a throwback. We'll do a throwback. All those bands. We all should, those bands. We should
3: go and ask. The, the isn't it like a furniture store just now i mean
0: there's them. other there's other vfw posts
1: though McAllen. No, no, no but it has it's to, it's to be that
3: one. one that one dude mm. that we one, could like, move the furniture out around.
1: there'll be like five to ten scene kids outside <laughs> they'll all be on their phones one of them will be smoking cigarettes because he's super cool <laughs> and then like we got to get an american then, flag in there yeah and then like a shitty band we playing
0: so you'll just see like droves of people walking out but we need but we need like 20 bands on the bill. Like, yeah, at least 20. Like, just to start. You need at least 20 bands on the bill. Just to start. It'll be a two day fest. (laughs) <laughs> so 20 bands in the first day and like maybe 30 bands to blow it off on the second and day. no
1: sound check like you just like do the sound check as you go <laughs> you do so the sound check play. at all right
0: dude <laughs> you know there
1: used to be fucking like promoters who would do that shit to us hey i need you just to like set up and just start
0: playing and two we'll- minutes setup time and we'll give you 10 minutes to play your set
3: yeah two minutes who, who would uh. do that we're gonna do that when we throw our show <laughs> oh, shit. it's fuck a I throwback all went through that i was like what no no we, 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 did, like we, that. we did
0: go through we did go through the it'd be like five yeah. minutes setup times
3: and five then you play 15
0: minutes
1: and it's like hey um just to start playing and we'll we'll adjust your sound as you go
3: <laughs>
0: terrible it's
1: like i really drove all the way over here for you to like treat my band like shit fuck
3: you this first song is.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sorry, but that's 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 a real story. We we didn't all get to play Summer Slaughter like like Marco.
3: No. <laughs> it was over the limit to it. I mean, over the limit. Summer oh. Slaughter, over the limit. Who gives a shit? Gives a <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, our Uh-oh. first
3: show wasn't uh, at NSN, so I'm sorry. <laughs> that's when my that's when my band just. Thought we were gonna join, and we're just we fuck. You want to play in a set? I was like, yeah, dude, thanks. Did yeah, you, yeah, thanks. Did you, I appreciate it. <laughs> did you sell a hundred tickets? Uh, no, we sold no tickets. Oh, they, they just, just they like, just hey, put man, you on. Did you just form a band? Yeah. Who's in it? Oh, Richard. Oh, fuck. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna join the state. Okay, cool. Wait, Richard, that's, that's the so greatest drummer. <laughs> that's how it ever. Was. That's
0: how it was. These are not facts.
3: <laughs>
0: These are not. Facts. Nah, man. <laughs> you know what? Uh, so. I got a question for you. Um what is something about the scene back in the day that you miss and then what is something that you don't miss? Hmm. It's it's oh. it's such a different time That's, now. Yeah, I mean very different. It's great, I know you've been yeah, out of the game for a little bit, but I mean like it's it's dude, would, it's, it's would, night and
3: day, man. I would say really the the scene you know, with the VFW, dude. Like, damn. I don't, like, I don't even know if there's anything like it. To be honest with you,
2: not anymore. Like,
3: seeing for me at least, uh, seeing Lane ruins in there, and everyone jumping towards that mic, dude. That was something. I was like, yeah. holy shit. I remember That's first true. seeing that. I was like, damn Like, what the fuck is going on? Even the requested, they requested too. Yeah. But just seeing the energy of everybody in there, and it was, it was, it was a crazy time fucking crazy time
2: i think one thing i wouldn't miss only because i did sound a lot was just when people would trash the mics try to trash the pa i'm like that's expensive guys why are you doing that please stop <laughs> get off the pa man please you know i'm just like a little nervous like it's all like god bro like i'm not, I'm not
0: rich nope this is our newest segment it's like pa etiquette sound etiquette from a sound At the- tips from a sound man with
2: richard <laughs> At the time, I was working security guard work, right? Like, you know, parking lots. I'm like, dude, I'm a security guard. That's what I do for a living. Just please take care of my PA for the love of God, dude. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> don't trash the subs, right? Don't trash my Don't please, put guys, your fucking please. mouth on the
3: mic, all right?
2: <laughs> please,
0: guys, can you not? don't cup the mic i remember
3: fucking loading that shit in the fucking green truck
2: oh my green yeah man i missed that truck
3: and then having your drums in the other one like
2: (sighs) okay that's the other thing i don't miss was (laughs) loading it i had to when i run sound and play with awa i had to uh be there at the very beginning set up the whole pa and then eventually i'm gonna play all right cool and we play in the sets. I mean, for me, it was real intense because there's so much going on, and then I have to get off, break down my kit, and then get the next band up and mic them up. And there was no breaks ca- caught in between, so I was always drenched in sweat and fucking tired, and had to load up the PA. I'm the last one to leave at the same time, and then mm-hmm. I have to go to work the next morning. I'm just like beat down. I mean, fuck, man. That oh, was hard. It was, that breaks my please.
1: heart. I don't want I wouldn't do that. Fuck that. Yeah, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it
2: was. It was. I, I liked it because that was just something I can. You know, go back and just think about. It. But I mean, it was it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. I applaud you. Good <laughs> job, <bro>. good job. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of work.
0: How how is the writing process in your band? Like, who is the one that? Is there one person that's kind of micromanaging everything and like coming up with like the Lyrics. riffs? Marco. Marco? No. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't believe it
2: either. <laughs> He's
3: just a bass player. I'm just a bassist, yeah. No, to be honest with you, I would say it's a. Uh, they don't even plug him in. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rob, Robbie and, and Castle, to be honest with you. I'd yeah, say they have both m- of them together. And then um, I just pretty much just add my shit in there. It's pretty much all it is. And our improviser are pretty good, I'd say. Yeah.
2: You, well, we have our improvisers.
1: Do you before. feel, Marco, like. Eris, like we know kind of what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Like that's a pretty, you know, set in stone genre. You guys got a formula. So do you feel like with era, like the things you do with, um, with y'all's band, um, does that kind of give you like a little bit of like more outlet versus like being an heiress? Cause I mean, you can only do so much in errors. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yes, more, I think more on just, with I would say just with Robbie, man, um, me and him, since our like i think we've connected pretty well and creatively like it's something else yeah with him. and uh you get a little more like free reign to do yeah, things you want to like, like, like experimental and it's crazy dude because like you know he uh, richard would see it i get frustrated with things i can't like dude i can't do it i'm not i can't do it and then the next day i'll be like dude okay i figured it out and i was like oh fuck okay well that sounds really good yeah <laughs> So, yeah, yeah man, uh, creativity is something, yeah, it's another outlet for for makeshifter that, and I can...
1: I th- that's why, like, I've always, like, been, like, a fan, like, if, for people who are pretty, like, musically inclined, I guess you should say, like, having, like, another band or side project is not a bad thing, because, like, the things that you're not satisfied with, like, with what your your main band or whatever band you're with at the time, you can kind of do on your, on the side or whatever, and you can take both bands just as seriously, I mean, if you have the time and resources. Yeah. I don't. So, I mean, like, I'm cool with just one fucking band, and I just give my all to one. But, I mean, like, I know there's a lot of people who, um, for instance, um, you know, I don't think he'd mind us saying this, but, like, our, our ex-bassist Jason, um, he was with Fiends, but he was always really into, you know, he, he wanted to kind of showcase more of what he would like to do with, with the bass. So mm-hmm. he went and joined another band, uh, wolves and so he was juggling back and forth between both bands and I, I i think he liked being able to just do things in other bands so i figured it's probably the same thing with you like
0: you'd yep. be able to like do more things for yourself
3: yeah. yep.
0: all right i got a couple more questions for you guys and i guess what can people expect from your band is there any plans maybe to record an ep maybe a full length uh music videos is 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 that in the in conversation
2: yeah um for sure an ep is what we're aiming towards for sure Mm -hmm. uh we finished creatures uh we're gonna go in and record hopefully in another week or so another song called uh king of the damned Uh, that one is coming out pretty nice and a video uh is something we're looking into doing next with creatures we just don't know who yet uh maybe adrian from um eagle eagle yeah for sure Uh, but you know we're just saving up our money because you know we kind of just want to record everything first the music and probably do the video later but i mean shows is something that we really want to hurry up and do i mean we're itching to play i mean just even if it's a small little show we'll play first fuck it let's i mean first or last are there any
0: like bands that you're like excited to to play with or are you just like excited just to be playing in general after after so long
2: yeah no no i mean I haven't played a show. I mean, well, I've been playing with Down with System. I mean,
0: uh, which is your system of down cover band, band, right? Yeah, and
2: that's going very well. It's fun. It's on a pause because our singer, Lupe, he's out for work in mm-hmm. Cali. So, I mean, that'll be on pause for a little while. But, you know, it's just always a different feeling when you play your originals, something yeah. you write that came out from, you know, your soul, right? I mean, it's just deep in there. When, when you Get hear, to, it,
1: when you see people like singing the lyrics to your songs, you're like, that's, wow. That's like, the best that's, feeling. That's it's, like, I mean, blows my fucking mind
2: and i want to do that again and come back and show people what we got now and you know hope they like it and just enjoy it i mean just try to make something different that you know that's people can just relate to and really enjoy it
0: yeah do you have any last questions for richard and marco um i don't know if i
1: have a question more of statement but i'm glad you guys really came by man i i've always really respected and appreciated both y'all's presence in the scene you guys have been in some really like thank you you guys have been in some like really notable bands and i'm not just saying that now because like you know we hang out and shit because we have a podcast and we're probably just as big as joe rogan but i mean i'm saying that (laughs) but but, i mean like i've always respected the both of you because you guys have always been in like legitimate bands and you guys are great players and you guys continue to just be staples in the scene in my opinion and be in legitimate bands and, and put out great content so I'm just really glad that you guys are, are come, came over and had the time to chat with us. and um, We need to do this again, but um, we need to do another Legend of Drunken
0: Bastards. <laughs> For sure. We need to do another weekend where we can uh, <laughs> afford
3: to uh, get this a little drunk. My apologies on that podcast there. No, you have, no, you have no.
1: fucking nothing to apologize <laughs> about, Marco. No, that, was a lot I of fun. Had,
3: that was a lot of fun. I had, I had fun. so nice. much fun. No. I went
1: home that night and I was like damn that was fucking badass <laughs> i just fucking passed out
3: from yeah you know. when, when i got home i uh i went to waterburg because i was like mm-hmm. yeah i was pretty i was pretty buzzed and um <clears throat> i got home after everything dude it was pouring rain and dude I was, yes it was freaking ridiculous yeah. and i was like fuck okay okay i'm, I'm home I'm <laughs> i got home dude i ate my burger like so quick my wife was passed out she ended up waking up she's like Where's my burger? And I was like, (laughs) "I love you. I love you. I gotta go to bed. I got work in the morning." Uh, uh, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, It's in my belly. (laughs) Go get one. (laughs) But no, that that was a lot of fun, man. Uh, So a lot
0: of fun. I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. I'm really glad that we got to have this conversation and that we got to talk to you guys. Also, I'm very glad that you guys trusted us enough to. Uh, debut your single that means a lot to, to to us because uh this podcast has gone through many different phases it started out as just uh, a way for me and nick to catch up but the more interviews we've done with the bands the more um i appreciate the opportunity that we get to talk to all these bands but also to feature like new up-and-coming bands and give this is our way of giving back to our community our scene because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people there's a lot of people who don't know these old bands they don't remember the vfw days so i feel like this is our way of um sharing the history of our our scene because (laughs) you know it's it's different for us because you know we're in a band, so we can speak on how it was ten years ago because you know we used to open all the shows or close all the shows, so we know what it's like to work our way up. Also, we know what it's like to play you know some bigger shows with some bigger bands. Um, so we know what goes into playing these shows and the struggles that that it takes to to and, be in a band. And not just that, but I mean, I don't think I've ever said this on air, but you
1: know, and I hope you don't mind me saying this on air, but you and I have a, you know, you and me and Rolly and Chino for the most part of all have this conversation, but especially you and I, when it comes to us being in the band, this is our hobby. Um, it's not our career. We, it's just, there's just no way in hell um, that we can do that as a career. But other people that we meet in the scene, like that's their passion. That's what they want to do. And that's, that's, they're really trying to make it to where they can be a career musician. And so any chance that we can get to like promote some of these individuals and get their word out, get their music out. We want to be able to do that. So that's that's really been a really cool thing about this podcast.
0: Mhm. Yeah, for sure. Um there's a lot of us yeah, it 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 is a hobby, but also at the same time like um it it is it's a passion of mine and like I I a lot of times I feel like you know, it's I feel like I'm a lifer, you know, when it comes to, like, the music scene. No, I'm with you, too. Like, I don't want to, like, give it up. But also, at the same
1: time, it's like, I don't ever plan on, like, quitting my job to tour the country. No. I'm
0: happy playing shows here or anywhere else in Texas. And, And I feel like it's the same for you guys. I feel like this is just something... Yeah, you took a break, but I feel like this is just you just have to do something in music you have to just be able to to play and to like have that outlet of of, of expressing yourself and be yeah, able to do well. stuff That's like smart. like yeah, forever forever yeah. like you guys like there, there's
1: nothing like stepping on a stage Dude, and seeing people exactly. there's yep. nothing seeing like
0: people like legit
1: like interested in what you're doing once you hear that like,
3: fucking hi-hat tss, tss, like, like
1: fuck just that right, bell, yeah man it just like I mean, I don't think my wife will mind me saying this really quick, but, I mean, I remember, like, we played this show one time, and, like, there was, like, actually, like, like girls there, like, legit into the band. And in my head, I'm like, wow, I think I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, don't get me wrong, like, like, my wife was there, too, at the same time. But I was like, wow, like, this must be what uh, Mark McGrath
0: feels like all the time. All the things that I used to say.
3: And
0: got in the way. <laughs> out of all the people, you could have said
3: Mark <laughs> Brian, McGrath was no, the I was first one, say.
1: dude. Mark McGrath was a sex symbol at that time frame.
0: I don't know who fucking cares. Either way, it was <laughs> fun. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to Sugary on the way home.
1: When it's over.
0: <laughs> For anybody listening to this, go check out uh Makeshifter. When I first heard the single, I. I was excited because uh, again like much like at war with androids i feel like this band is providing something different in our music scene i feel like you guys can you can do the heavier stuff you can do the prog stuff you can do the catchy stuff you can the great thing about bands like this is you can do whatever you it can be whatever you want it to be and that's something that you know we always prided our our band in is that fiends can be whatever we want it to be makeshift Earth can be whatever you want it to be you know um and, and just having those options, I think, is great. And we need we need bands like you guys. Because
2: Appreciate them, uh, Thank you.
0: You guys are a crossover band because you guys can play with maybe some of the rock bands. But you can also... You have the cred to play with the heavier bands just because of the bands that you guys have played with. But, like, because everybody knows, like, you guys can go heavy if you want to. And you can keep up with the best of them. So, yeah, you guys are in that fine line right in the middle and there needs to be more crossover bands so you guys are going to do some awesome things and actually i think you guys are going to excel live i think you guys are probably a band that's you know you guys are going to sound great like on the recordings but you guys are going to be even better live like i I think that's what's going to sell for you guys
1: when you play. you start playing live shows people are going to want to come back to watch y'all play live again
0: I think that's right. what's going to be like the the the, the ticket for you. all So again, we want to thank you guys for coming. Where where can people find you? I know Instagram is what at at makeshift you underscore guys. Earth. Do you, you guys, guys even know? You guys made the. Marco, where you at, bro? Well, <laughs> the, yeah. well, we'll no, we, we will we'll, we'll we'll link link we will link the band. We will link the band in our <laughs> post. Don't worry. Um, I'm just a drummer. I'm
3: not really. <laughs> I'm just the bassist. I don't know oh, anything dude. either. Who I'm hand- a great of? value, Frank. <laughs> Come on, great. dude. Hey, What's your excuse? Frank. That, that's, that's true. Frank's true. We did establish that. Frank would know the social
0: media handles. He would. He would. Well, we'll def- Frank in the band. <laughs> Frank's, in, Frank's got too much shit going on. Yeah. He can't be in the band. He has a boss.
2: He is.
0: So we'll definitely link the band. Check out the single and just keep up with this band because they're, they're going to do some awesome things in our scene and we are so grateful that they were able to to come on the show we were able to to chat with them for a bit so for marco richard nick and myself this has been the fiends podcast we'll see you next week later